Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino. I am Rapport Stereo yeah. Podcast. The Michael Rapaport Podcast. Coming up next. Uh, your boy yeah. Johnny Rook. Uh, you gonna learn today, see how long it lasts. Yeah. We wanna yeah. create this moment. Uh-huh. We wanna create this vibe. Uh, the Michael Rapaport Podcast. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Check it. Check it. Check it. Uh. Let me tell you about a Brooklyn native IQ through the roof You don't want to debate with Politics, sports, any news related Whether serious or comedy is entertainment Bringing higher learning to the silver screen Definition of the truth and the American dream Bringing every race all together as one Taking shots at the government and President Trump Yeah, born leader from the block on the conquest Documenter of a tribe that we call Quest Fuck Academy Awards and the Oscars Interviewing stars in his motherfucking boxes Wrote a book about Bowls going cop that Turn the vision to a number one podcast Whatever team he support New York Put my check in the mail, mail it out to Rook That's Johnny, J-O-H-N-N-Y Tune in to Michael Rappaport Share and like, yeah Tune in and get it live on the stream Johnny Rook down the ride for the king YouTube every episode Watch that, bang it in your whip uh, Listen to the podcast, yeah Did you listen to the record? Get it live on the stream Johnny Rook down the ride for the king YouTube every episode, watch that, banging in your whip, uh, listen to the podcast, uh, yeah. Jesus Christ, holy moly, this is not an emergency I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast, but it's gonna kind of sort of feel like one. The NBA has taken a major shift, in my opinion, they need to create a varsity league and a JV league, fuck the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference, varsity and JV 
We're talking all kinds of NBA, okay? Of course. We're not going to try to outsmart you, okay? But we are going to outshit talk you. We got some fantastic sick fucks of the week. Plus, plus we got special guest, the Black Beast, Derek Lewis from the UFC. Derek Lewis, the guy's nickname is the Black Beast, and he's a fucking beast. He's a good guy. He's a low-key shit talker. He's on the undercard this Saturday, UFC 226 in Vegas, July 7th. The Black Beast, Derek Lewis, joins me. On the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast, talking all type of shit. And I ask him the question straight up. What do I got to do to get the nickname The White Beast? All that and more. First, me and G. Moody are going to set the table. LeBron's in Los Angeles. Miles, Jordan, start the show off with something funky. Something nice. Something real proper. The World Cup has been fantastic. The World Cup has advanced to the knockout rounds, and the action has been nuts. On the field and off the field, I am playing all the games at mybookie.ag, okay? My pick to win it all, Japan lost out in a crazy 3-2 loss to Belgium, but I still won my, okay? You think I don't know anything about soccer? Step up to the plate. But trust me, okay, you do not want to bet against me. But if you do, you know where to find me. You can find me at mybookie.ag. You could pick a game and bet on the first half, the second half, if it'll end in regulation or if it'll finish in a shootout. If you feel like your team is going all the way, you can bet on that, champ. Okay, bet with me, bet against me. The Juru, J-E-W-R-U, at mybookie.ag. Sign up now and use the promo code CUP. United Spoke Cup, C-U-P, to get a 50% bonus on your first deposit for your World Cup action. If you're not a soccer guy or a soccer girl, then the big three is going down every Friday night. You could bet on big three games. Yo, there's four games every Friday night. Take that big three action or summer free agency, which started today and it's going nuts. Use the promo code BUCKETS, B-U-C-K-E-T-S. For a 50% bonus on your first deposit on Big 3 or NBA Summer League. Make sure you get your account because we're going to be placing NBA free agency and I am Rappaport podcast related bets at mybookie.ag all summer long. That's right. I am Rappaport podcast related bets all summer long at mybookie.ag. Go to mybookie.ag now. Let's get it shaken. Let's get it shaken. It's the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. My name is Michael Rappaport, a.k.a. Mr. New York, a.k.a. the Gringo Man Dingo. What are my other AKAs? I, I, they, they just, they, they, they're, they, they're popping up left and right. Sometimes it's hard to remember them. <laughs> Jake Lamada podcasting and so on and so forth. My head is my head is on a swivel at all times. As you know, yeah. you know how I get down. I'm in here with G Moody. Last the, name uh, rhymes with duty. The uh, Sugar Ray Robinson of a uh, podcasting. Yes, this is the I Am Rap Stereo podcast, and 
No, it's not an emergency podcast, but it's going to feel like one. If you don't have the premium app and you're living under a fucking rock, okay? We put out an emergency podcast yesterday, okay? As soon as LeBron announced he was coming to the Los Angeles Lakers, we put out an emergency podcast. And yes, we talked about LeBron and Magic Johnson, but remember when Dick Stain, Dan Lebetard, hours after Magic Johnson, one of, the, one of the most winning athletes in all of sports history, he just wins. He won five championships. He won MVP of the NBA Finals playing against grown fucking men. His first yeah. year in the NBA, we forget about that. His first year in the NBA, in Game 6, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was out with an ankle injury. Magic Johnson played all the positions, and they won the finals. Yeah. He was 20. 20 years. 20. Yeah, 20, 20 years of age. Yeah. 20 years old, and you're going to talk shit? So the first thing we did on the last Emergency I Am Rapport Stereo podcast was we put that good old Willie Hutch on Dick Stain, Dan Lebetard, and, and we implored. I insisted. You apologize to Magic Johnson. He said, is Magic Johnson qualified to have the job as president of basketball operations? And then the whole thing snowballed. And then that bitch-ass motherfucker... It's gotten me blackballed from ESPN. Yes, it was Dick Stain, Dan Lebetard. It's oh, a word? fact. It's a fact that happened last year around this time last year. Oh, so he went into the office and yes. saying suck. Oh, oh, saying sucking shit about you. Yes, I don't want him here. Look at and boom. It's a known Damn. thing. It's a fact. I've been told that three, four, but it's a fact. It's a known thing. Dick Stain did that. Well, Dick Stain. Dick Stain, Dan Lebertard, because obviously I called Donald Trump Dick Stain, Donald Trump, but the origins of the whole Dick Stain nickname came from Dan Lebertard trying to talk greasy last year to me on the internet. So yesterday, a year after Magic Johnson got the job and he pulled off the biggest coup, mm, shit, arguably in NBA history, getting LeBron James to come to the Lakers, well, Dick Stain, Dan Lebetard, Stu Gotts, your father, Poppy, and your whole crew, you got that good Willie Hutch. Miles, Jordan, give them a little sample of what these people might have missed out on on the most recent I Am Rapport Stereo podcast, which is only living on the premium I Am Rapport Stereo podcast for premium I Am Rapport Stereo podcast subscribers. Give them a little taste of that good Willie Hutch. Dick Stain Dan Lebetard, you was talking shit days after the great Magic Johnson. He changed basketball, Magic Johnson. Before Magic Johnson played, six foot nine dudes were not dribbling the ball up the court. Magic Johnson is the reason why LeBron James is LeBron James. Magic Johnson is the same size as LeBron James. Sands all the muscles and steroids. I didn't say that. Magic Johnson changed the game. He won 
rings and things. What the fuck have you ever done? Is Magic Johnson qualified to run the Lakers? You bet against Magic Johnson, you dumb fuck you. You hear that, Willie Hutz? Let it rock, Miles. You got your fault on TV every single day, and you're still asking whether or not Magic Johnson is qualified. Your pops, Poppy, has never been qualified to be on TV. Your show is on at 3.30 during the middle of the day. Yes, it does good ratings because no fucking body watches TV at 3.30 during the middle of the day. Your pops ain't shit. Your hot takes ain't shit. Your predictions ain't shit. And Magic Johnson just took a shit on your head. And you know who got the shit bags to clean it up? You know who's got to bend over and he's already got a fucked up back? Your father. Your father, Poppy, is picking up the dog shit that Magic Johnson just sprinkled around your entire studio. Your man, Stu Gotts, ain't shit, and your whole crew ain't shit. You question whether or not Magic Johnson would pull it off for the Los Angeles Lakers? This ain't Miami, you ski head. He runs this fucking town. He caught the monster in this town. Magic Johnson caught the monster in this town, and he beat it in this town. Nobody reigns over Magic Johnson in Los Angeles. Don't ever forget it. Yes, there's young stickmen. Yes, there's young stars. Michael B. Jordan. Liam Hemsworth. They come and they go. Magic Johnson has buildings in this town. Magic Johnson is Los Angeles. He caught the monster. And he still reigns supreme. And you asking whether or not he's qualified to run the Lakers. Fire yourself and fire your old ass father. You were never qualified to be on TV. You were never qualified to make hires, motherfucker. You hired your father asking whether or not Magic Johnson would get it done. He got it done. Cut that good willy. Listen, don't live in FOMO. It's $2.99 a month. Get the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast app. Premium subscription. You get all the emergency podcasts, special videos from me and G Moody at any time, any place. We're dropping gems. We don't try to outsmart you. Okay? Yeah. But we will outfuck you. Okay? We will <laughs> outshit talk you. We're not going to try to outstat you. We're not going to try to outfact check you. Word. But we will out. Fuck you. Yeah, and entertain you to the highest order. Yes, and we take it personally. We take pride in bringing that good old shit talking to the forefront. $2.99 a month. Yeah. You can cut it. It ain't that expensive. Don't take the Dust Brothers for granted. We're out here busting our ass. The I Am Rapport Stereo, we will never fuck the fans. Listen. Word. Listen. Four years. If if you guys want to fuck yourselves, you meet and greet... You got a like secret uh, uh, communication. That's between you. But me, G. Moody, and the Dust Brothers, we're never going to fuck the fans. Uh-uh. We take pride in this I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast shit. What's, what's the first tenet of business? The consumer is always right. Yeah. And we try to bring that good old love. Hell yeah.
So yes, this is not an emergency Iron Rapport Stereo podcast, but it's going to kind of, sort of, feel like one, as I told you, later on in the show, the Black Beast, Derek Lewis, he's on the undercard, Saturday oh. night, UFC 226. Oh, man. He's fighting Francis Nagauna. Nagaunu. Nagano. I've been practicing getting the guy's name right. Oh. He's from Cameroon. He ain't no joke either. They're going to get it shaken Saturday night. Derek Lewis, yo, you should also follow him on Instagram. If you follow me on Instagram, a lot of the videos I get that I remix, I steal from his. I don't know where he gets his shit from, but he gets some crazy stuff. <laughs> and you can follow him. It's a fun follow. Like I said, it's really not even about UFC. Homeboy's from Cameroon? The dude he's fighting is from Cameroon. Oh, oh, and where's he from? Uh, our, our guy is from, our guy is from, he lives in Houston now. He's from okay. the South. He's a, and he's low-key. He's a low-key shit talker. He's a, yo, his nickname's The Black Beast. You can follow The Beast at The Beast UFC. Trust me, he's a good follow. Like I said, he, he rarely posts anything about himself for UFC. It's just crazy, weird videos. The Beast UFC, Derek Lewis, coming up later on on the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast. Let's get it shaking. Um, before we get into all the basketball stuff, uh, Drake released a record. Oh, they still listening to Drake after donning the blackface? Are they listening to him? He, he broke every streaming record there is. They don't oh, give man. a shit. Yeah. Hip-hop's done. I, I said Donning that. the blackface. I said that. I get, said that. Getting shitted on. It, do, it doesn't matter. Battles, uh, losing battles. Uh, no, no, it doesn't affect anything. Well, not this guy. This yeah, guy's not singing. even a rapper. He doesn't even try to be right. He's singing. Yeah. He's Johnny like, Cat he does it all. He sings. Sometimes he'll do like a Jamaican twang. Sometimes he'll rap. Sometimes he'll croon. Ah, this guy's uh, like a fucking, he's like a flying car. He's like a uh, plug it, and play. You could just, it, he'll just do anything. He's like the Johnny Mathis of hip hop, like I said. And I listened to his record because I know I was going to talk shit about it. So I uh -huh. forced myself to listen to all 25 songs. I think there's 25 songs. And listen, obviously Drake knows a lot more about what he's doing and how to sell records than I do or Gene yeah, does. Yes, he got his shit together. That don't mean that music is dope. <laughs> listen, he yeah. clearly makes music uh, to sell records and for girls. And there ain't nothing wrong with that. But as far as this being considered rap music or hip hop, nah. This shit is this shit is this shit is tissue paper. Yeah, yeah. It's it's elevator. It's it's Walmart. It's gimbals. It's it's A uh, and S. It's uh, <laughs> those like that music for the elevators. Very, very nice, very good. And um, I, yo, I I can't say anything about it. I, that's not my thing. I'm old, but I'm saying as far as uh, nah, nah. I'm gonna correct you. You don't say you're old. I, I am. I, nah, you're, you're, you're 49. You're old. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, your rap. Hip-hop music is a, is a young thing, and, and these kids are, like, 15. So I don't expect 15 to 20. I don't expect for them, you know, for us to be in the same lane. So that's why I say I'm old, and my standard is different. Like, I, I need funk because I was raised on that. <laughs> so I understand hip-hop music is based on funk. So... Your heads have to nod. For me, it has to be, it's a different uh, viewpoint on the music. So this is their thing. That's yeah, well, it. they love you know? this fucking guy. 
Yeah. Uh, and, and I listened to that album about three times all the way through. Uh, uh, my wife thinks it's fucking great. You know, all these chicks, you know, they're like, oh, he, 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 this guy's yeah. one of these dudes who, who, who lives for the adoration of girls. I'm not that dude. I've yeah. never been that dude. I've never right. been one of these get fresh, you know, get fresh crew motherfuckers, you know, who's all <laughs> like, you know, like, I, I, you know, and, and listen, right. homeboy, yo, he broke every single streaming service record, but I'm letting you know that record will not stand the test of time. That shit is not, it don't have no, it don't have no, it has no soul in it. It has no desperation yeah, yeah. in it. it. You know what it is? There's nothing personal about it. Right. Like he right. kicks some, he kicks some fly shit. You know, he's always kicked some fly shit, whether he writes it or not. His records have some him saying some fly shit. Yeah, Drake is good. I, he's good. I, I, yo, I, I listen to this motherfucker in the car when I'm driving my daughter home. He's good. It's their music. It's it's different. And I I I step back. I don't fucking clown it. It's not fun. I, well, you're you you're more I distinguish. I fucking gotta, clown it. I yo, clown you gotta it. distinguish. It's not funk. So that's why we have a problem with it. <laughs> and and, and there was fun. a lot of a lot of people that loved it. Uh, right. uh, 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 a lot of people, uh, you know, had a lot of things to say about it. I will say this with no biasness. One of the funniest things that was said about the record was done by our guy, Mr. Morris. He said, right. because at one point on the record, Drake says something to the effect of, I wasn't hiding my kid from the world. I was hiding the world from my kid. Real cute shit. Not yeah. and, and Mr. Morris, the Minister of Defense, uh, one of our longtime fans uh, and and the creative art director, uh, uh, he he does all the the uh, the posters for the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast, which obviously yeah. we, we appreciate. We appreciate yeah. all the artwork. I, I, I don't want yeah. anyone to feel left out. I'm just telling a story because Morris said something funny uh, about uh, Drake. Uh, he he said. If you had been having a baby with Rihanna, you would have announced it in the fucking the moment she got pregnant. You you would have, you would have posted a picture of of the pregnancy test online just because you had it with a jump off and you had yeah. it with some stripper chick. You kept it quiet, dude. Don't front. Yeah. If you had right. had a baby with Serena Williams or one of these chicks you was dating or J Lo, this guy's like a fucking groupie. Yeah, yo, you, he's sticking. He's definitely sticking. But yo, you played yeah. yourself up there with Rihanna. Yeah. Rihanna's yeah. up there to get an award, and you you tell her on your knees that you love her. Hold your head. You see, that's why you know he's a cornball. Duke, <laughs> I don't give a fuck about your waves and all that old, like, slick shit. You got your, your, your beard hooked up. I'm not with all that fly shit. I've never been down with dudes on that fly shit. Yeah. <laughs> Who got their clothes all extra nice and, you know, they, they, they got everything, like, hanging perfect and all that. Like, they spend all... Money spends a lot of time in the mirror. That's, they, that's the type of dude he is. And listen, get your money. There's a lot of money to be made in that lifestyle. I'm just not with that shit, Duke. <laughs> I'm not with that shit. Like, if I wear Timberlands, I want them to have dog shit on them. Like, right? I'm not trying to wear fresh Timberlands. I want my Timberlands to have dog shit and soup on the bottom of them shits. Well, yeah, hey, but this guy approaches that shit differently. I know. And, and, and it's very successful. He gets I, all the chicks. Dude. We, can't, we, 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 we know how we are, and we know how, how, we, how, how we think. But look at Homeboy. Homeboy Yo, wants some... He, 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 absolutely, just the chicks that I mentioned right there, Rihanna. Yeah, he was he was supposedly dated uh, uh, J Lo, Serena. Wood. These are all the girls that we love. That's just the ones we know about. And, and Drake is not one of them. Uh, like he's skeeting. He, oh, he's, he's not fucking. one of them dudes. You know what I'm saying? So 
we got to give him credit. <laughs> but but that don't mean I'm not gonna sit here and say his music is dope. And that shit is a, like the, that, that album is like seven hours long, and people are like it's a classic. It just came out 15 minutes ago. There's yeah. 57 songs on there. You sorry, it's a clear. I've been listening to the whole shit yet. Yeah, yeah. Hey, like I said, man, motherfuckers say uh, hip hop ain't over. If 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 that's what it, it, like Eric Sermon said, it needs to be categorized: trap, hip hop, because that's not the shit we know as being hip hop music. So it, it needs to kind of. Or separate itself. Um, I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast tour is real. It's real. The I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast world tour is real. Thursday, July 26th in Toronto. Saturday, August 4th in New York City. Saturday, August 18th in Houston, Texas. Wednesday, August 22nd. In fucking Philadelphia, Pennsylvania at Union Transfer. I cannot wait to play Philly. And Saturday, the 25th of August in Boston, Massachusetts. We're coming out there, Brady. August 25th, I Am Rappaport Tour. You could get tickets, www.iamrappaporttour.com. Come see me, G. Moody. And you know we're always going to have special guests all summer long. iamrappaporttour.com. You know, obviously, we're going to get into the LeBron James. Boogie Cousins is now a warrior. We're going to get to that. We are going to get. Yeah, we're going to get. Yeah. Oh, uh, have you heard about this? I know you haven't heard about this. So that's why I, 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 you haven't heard about. It. There's a term. So, so this dude who you probably don't know who he is. You may or may not know who he is, Moody. Uh, you probably uh, seen his face. He's oh, you saw him because we saw him on that roast. He's funny. He's on Saturday Night Live. A uh, young actor kid. Oh uh, yeah, comedian kid. Talk about Peter Davidson. Yeah, great, great guy. <laughs> yeah, he's funny. Fun. I saw him uh, 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 on some roast. Uh, I think it was the Kevin. No, it was the it was the Justin Bieber roast. But everybody was just talking shit about everybody. I remember we were watching it together in the Gloom Tomb, New York City, one time, and we were like, "Yo, this kid is funny." He's dating Ariana Grande, um, and this term came out because everybody was in an uproar about you know he, he, Ariana Grande obviously has passionate fans, young fans. And her fans are very possessive and they care. You know, they're like, it's like a lifestyle. It's, you're not just like a fan. It's like you follow her every move and who she's dating and whether or not her fan base likes them or, or doesn't like them. And, you know, they, they want everything good for Ariana Grande. And, and, and we should be so uh, lucky to have fans as passionate as Ariana Grande. Uh, they yeah. give a shit about, like, you know, what color lipstick she's wearing and this, that, and the other. So she's dating this kid, Peter Davidson. They're engaged after three weeks. So you know that's you know that's a fucking that's a, that's a jump off a cliff situation there. Um, right. And somehow or somewhere on the on the internet, it came out. Somebody said that Peter Davidson has big dick energy. Like one of these fans said, he seems like he has big dick energy, which means like he he seems like a person. Who, who has a big dick, and they were saying, oh, it's like a certain confidence and freedom that he carries himself with, and it, oh. it became a whole thing about big dick energy, and then BDE was the, was the, uh, uh, the shortcut for it, and who, who, what other actor has BDE, and you oh. know, did this one have BDE, and all these, all these women and, and, and gay men 
jumped into it and oh you know this person has bde and then they would go well it, it can't you could just you could also be a woman and have bde like R- rihanna has bde but beyonce doesn't have bde and you know and oh, you know adris elba he, he's got fa- and all this and 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 all these women you know especially in the climate of you know women's right and me too and women empowerment i started to think to myself <laughs> you're you're sexualizing these men openly right uh, uh I, I don't see any problem with 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 us coming up with with something to sort of articulate what we see when we see a woman uh and i came up with the 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 term uh gpe which is good pussy energy. Like, so, <laughs> like, if you see a chick, and, and, and because all these women, you know, like, they're, they're, it's a lot of women empowerment, and, you know, like, they're strong women, and they feel like they could sexualize men. I feel like, well, then we yeah. can say whether or not, like, this woman has GPE. So I wanted to throw out a list of names of people um, and, and, and throw them to you, Moody. Um, and Please. If you think they have GPE, and then I'm going to uh, give my opinion on whether or not these women have GPE. It, All right, throw them out. Let's okay. do it. Um, first, this is your opinion. It's nothing personal. I wanted to see if you think these people have GPE. Yeah. Good pussy energy. Like, I like, like it. And, and, and listen, if women could sit there and say, well, he's got BD, big dick energy, um, and, and this, that, and the other, like, we think the same thing. Like, yo, I wonder if, if her fuck style's buckwild. Word, word. Go ahead, man. Go All ahead. Right. Get to it. Okay, first. Mr. Moody, do you think Jennifer Aniston has GPE? Nah. <laughs> that was like an unusually long pause for you, Mr. Nah, Moody. Nah, I, I, I got to think. Nah, G, G, nah, she don't got it. You can tell. I agree. It, it, I yeah. agree. She's also been divorced twice. Why, why do these men keep, keep shutting down the relationship? Right, Exactly. And, yeah, and, and, exactly. I, and I don't think any women should be offended by this because they, they, there was so many people did list of, of men that had uh, 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 BDE, um, which is, doesn't necessarily mean you have a big dick. It's just like right. they, they have big dick energy. So this is, do you have good pussy energy? So you say not nah, a Jennifer Anderson, and, and I acquiesce. I say, uh, yes, I agree. Uh, uh, no to Jennifer Anderson having good GPE. Um, Hell yeah. Second, Melania Trump. Do you think she has GPE? Yeah. You think she has that, that good power you? Yeah. I see her self-confidence. I see how she goes around. I see how she talks. She walks. Her pops is wild. But <laughs> she's still, she's still like, like there with him. She has to fucking sign off on a lot of bullshit. That's good uh, energy, man. <laughs> GPE. Okay. okay, okay. Um, Three. Do you think that Oprah Winfrey has GPE, good pussy energy? Hell no. <laughs> is there a reason why or is this just a gut instinct? A gut instinct, and I could tell by uh, uh, the absence of Stedman. Because if you got a guy laying extraordinary pipe, you would uh, have him with you all the time. Okay. So you never see Stedman. That means... No. All right. Negative. Okay. Um, uh, number four. Number four. Do you think... I agree with you on Oprah, by the way. Um, <laughs> okay, thanks. Number four. Uh, Angelina Jolie. GPE or no GPE? 
Jeep, yeah, she has it. I think I heard a hesitation in your voice, and can, can I take it from here? Yeah, go ahead. I think at one point, Angelina Jolie had true blue ill fuck game in her younger <laughs> days, in the Billy Bob Thornton gate days. I think that the adoption of those kids... Yeah, and the 19 kids and the amount of energy that she puts into it and this is no disrespect I think she she no longer has GPE but I think at one point in her career she had that good pussy energy uh, <laughs> but I, that was that because you were questioning that and I just wanted to step in there and articulate it alright Pete Davidson's uh, fiance since they're since they're so open about questioning whether or not Pete Davidson has BDE yeah do you, G. Moody, think Ariana Grande has G.P.E. good pussy energy? No, no, Ooh, no. Wow. No, no, because nobody uh, goes through these things like this. B.D.E., big dick energy. Come on, man. Either you got it or you don't. Mm. Right? Well, we were well, 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 acronyms for shit. She don't got it, man. All right. Okay, okay. Finally... I think this is an obvious answer. Uh, Rihanna. Hell yes. yeah, man. Yes. See, Everybody that, knows that, that. Yeah, that's sensuality, that's uh, beauty. Yo, perfect face. All you can do is dream. You hit, yo, I don't, Chris Brown, you bugging, man. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, she sent my man into a tailspin. Yeah. And he wilded out. Uh, that yeah. GP was so strong uh, yeah, that she man. had my man bugging. All right, well. Um, I'm, I'm, I love playing this game with you, and, and I think you, you, you were great at it, and we have to play that game again. Oh, we, yeah, we have to. Um, Miles Jordan, uh, let, me, let me get something funk before we get into this LeBron James shit. Scoop up all the Buttersoft I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast t-shirts. We got the Stickman 33 in Georgetown Blue, and the Stickman 40 in Sonics Green. That's right. The supersonic screen, the green and yellow Stickman 40. You do the math. The Oakley t-shirt in blue or black. The Air Moody t-shirt. The Sucker Shit t-shirt. The Sucker Shit t-shirt in black, white, or camo. The Sucker Shit t-shirt in camouflage is banging. The You Fuck You t-shirt. The Murder Doc and Chill t-shirt. All I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast t-shirts are guaranteed to be butter soft. You could get them at districtlines.com forward slash I Am Rappaport. The Wasteland t-shirts are now 50% off. Trust me, those puppies will be worth money someday. Districtlines.com forward slash I am Rappaport. <clears throat> All right. So you knew inevitably it was going to come down to this, folks. So obviously LeBron James is now a Los Angeles Laker. Um, he's put a rag tag crew Alongside of him, my man from the Boogie Down Bronx, Coney Island, who I am scheduling an I Am Rapport Stereo podcast with, Lance Ooh. Stevenson. Oh, you say he's from the Boogie Down Bronx? I'm sorry, Coney Island. from BK. B Did I say okay. Bro the Bronx? You got to get that straight, man. We love you. Yeah, BK. No doubt. No <laughs> doubt. Yeah. Lance Stevenson is now a Laker alongside LeBron the guy James. He couldn't, the guy he couldn't beat. Hey, listen, the Indiana Pacers are on some bullshit, by the way. Disband them. Yeah, they don't, they don't give a fuck. Yeah. Um, JaVel McGee, who I yeah. love JaVel McGee, who, who was a big part, low-key, 
Don't, don't, yo, the, 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 the Shaq and the fool, JaVel McKee's gone. JaVel yeah. McGee uh, was a big part of, of the Warriors' win. Uh, they yep. started starting him. He blocks shots. He runs the floor. He doesn't make uh, a lot of mistakes like he used to. He's very tall. Um, he's still very athletic. Um, he does what he's supposed to do on the team. He's a big piece for them. Um, they brought in uh, Conta- uh, what's his name? Contavious Pope. Yeah. That guy, I don't know. Uh, we just give the acronym. Well, what's it? MS whatever. C some shit. Homeboy was he did a bid last year. He was on. He was in jail last year, part of the season. I don't know how that's not big news. That's what we need. That's what we need. I'm a Laker dude now. I'm gonna tell you right now, B. Right now, I'm a Laker guy. They got the dude. I I said it was gonna happen. So now. Oh, wait, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't like it. I said it was gonna happen because all you well, fucking we guys, we, like, I, they've been talking about we LeBron knew it was James. Happen. Going to the Lakers for the last three years. Right, right. Forgive me. They knew it was going to happen, but now I'm on this crew. I told you it ain't about the Lakers or anything, but now that he's on that team, I'm down with them, and they're going to get two chips. Oh, you're, you're bugging. Telling you. Because oh, everybody when, when coming now. two chips? Ra- Rajon Rondo is there. Uh, some other cats going to come. I'm telling you, because they know at least we're going to be in the finals, and if we can help this dude, we're going to win. This is how it goes. Watch. Magic going to get it. Magic telling motherfuckers, he here. What's good? They got <laughs> Rajon Rondo. Who... Kemba Walker. Get Kemba Walker. Nah, you can't have Kemba Walker. Kemba Walker, first of all, that would be next season, and Kemba Walker is the type of point guard. He needs the ball in his hand, and he's a shoot-first guy, and you know LeBron hey. doesn't want that shit. Hey, LeBron regulates all that. You you acquiesce to him so you could win. You just like Isaiah Thomas thought, oh, me and LeBron, we're two great players. Nah, you not all that. So so you can't do what he could do, so they shipped your ass out. That's what it is. You have to acquiesce to the greatest dude. So people who know that win championships. J.R. Well, Smith, the, Shumpert. The the interesting thing to me is Rajon Rondo uh uh just took Lonzo Ball's heart. Yo. It's, LeVar Ball is probably like, what the fuck is going on? Because Rajon Rondo is, yo. Top notch. Top notch. And he's about winning championships. So I don't know what the fuck they're, they're trying to do with uh, Lonzo Ball. Yo, he not getting no burn, man. Yo. He they, not getting no burn. Remember, remember last say. year this time, they were talking about, oh, his number's going to be in the rafters. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to be a Laker great. And they yep. just brought in Rajon Rondo. Yo. Right. LeVar Action. Ball, we, we haven't heard a peep from that motherfucker. The first right. he said, yo, your son ain't even playing in the motherfucking G League, Duke. You Word, word. Yo, actions speak louder than words. So them bringing in Raj, Rajon Rondo says all, for one year, says, yo, we don't think that much of you, but we got the greatest player in the league, so we're going to get somebody else. Crazy. Yo, actions, man. So his pops talking all that dumb shit. This is what the uh, management is doing. You can talk, but we 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 about to ship your dude out. <laughs> Yo, they're gonna send his ass to to, to Toronto or yeah. Orlando or one of those right. fucking yo, one out down there at Disneyland, Disney World. Shut that whole bullshit down. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, like LeBron James is here. So yeah, you you not they, they probably like LeBron was probably like, yo, I don't want to hear a fucking word from money. Yeah. They probably told him, my- yo, if we if you say one sideways thing. We, we getting rid of you, Duke. Right. Right. You got to tell your pops to cool out. Yo, we trying to win chips now. Magic, Kobe, everybody's involved. The city is alive. Yo, motherfuckers was at the Staples Center. 
yo, this is what LeBron brings, man. So this dude talking about somebody, a rookie who your pops got to shut the fuck up, man. Um, but then the Warriors came in big dick style, like Ghostface. Shout out to Ghostface Killer. Uh, he, he said that on that Method Man song, Ice Cream. Uh, I'm lounging, big dick style. Peace, your <laughs> highness. Oh, BD Energy. See, that's the same shit. Yeah, he came. Yeah, Ghost been saying that shit. Yeah, yeah, these guys. Man. Go, Ghost came. Yo, the Warriors came in big dick style. And they, they just, I know, I know LeBron was like, fuck. Or they probably know all this. You know, the only people that know what's really going on or are these guys? Because first of all, LeBron knows all these players. Second of all, they all know each other. They're all friendly with each other. Even the rivals are friendly with each other. LeBron James reached out to Kevin Durant last week and asked him <laughs> to join the Lakers. They, they, they're all, they're all, they all hang out. They've played in Olympics, uh, uh, you know, Team USA games. They do commercials together. They, they go on vacations together. They go to clubs together. They have dinner together. These guys are all living in this, like, secret society. So they all know each other. So the Warriors came in there on that ghost face killer shit and signed Boogie Cousins. They basically replaced Jaja Pachulia with arguably the most talented big man in the entire NBA. And this is what I think should happen, Duke. Fuck the Eastern Division, the Western Division. Fuck these conferences. They literally need to make the NBA the JV and the varsity division. And they need to yeah. put like the Brooklyn Nets, the Orlando Magic, and all these other little scrub teams as the JV. And then the, the big boys, who we, we know who they are, that's the varsity. And then yeah. like you take the, the, the two best teams from the JV at the end of the year, they get to play the varsity guys in the playoffs. And then you, you let the chips fall where they may because, yeah. yo, there's so many all-stars just playing in the state of California right now. Yo, it's 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 bad and, and it look it's great now for for the theater of it because you know it's great games or whatever, but the league in itself is gonna go downhill because everybody's gonna do this. You're not gonna have these uh once in a generational players like KD and once these motherfuckers fade, who who gonna be transferring around like this? So it's like the league is gonna be fucked up. Adam Silver, you good now, but people are gonna be turned off. Buy this because yeah. I'm turned off. They, they're going to have to. They're going to have to. They're going to have to regulate it. I, I don't know how they're going to regulate it. Yeah. I don't know what they're going to do to regulate it. Um. Yeah. I know that Ty Lue. We're going to see what you're made of, money. Everybody Ty was like, Lue. "Oh, Ty Lue, this. He's a great coach. We, we're going to see what you got. You, you're out there now with J.R. Smith. They're not making the playoffs. Oh, make Ty, the playoffs. Talk about Ty, JV playoffs. Ty Lue. <laughs> Ty Lue will be fired after next year. They're not making the playoffs. It's going to be back to what we know prior to LeBron. Yo, all Ty Lue, just quit all now. All the way from the 80s. Quit now. Quit yeah. fucking now. Like, just be like, yo, I won a championship. It, it, talk about getting g GPE. He had, he had the best pussy he's ever going to get. Yo, with that LeBron yeah. James Cleveland Cavaliers run, you're never yeah. gonna get that again. So you the thought you was a basketball coach? Like now we're gonna see. It's like basically starting from scratch. Now we're gonna see if you're a basketball coach because what you were doing before, you were just a, 
You were just a guy. You were a distributor, a distributor of plays, uh, scheduling, and this sort of thing. Like, oh, we're going to have practice at 10. Oh, no, we'll have it at 9.30. Oh, the plane leaves it at at, at 11 p.m. after the game in Utah. That's all you were doing. Now we're going to see if you're a coach, Duke. Yeah, because LeBron was like, yo, David Blatt had a winning record. There was really no reason to fire this motherfucker. So LeBron orchestrated like, yo, we bring my man in. <laughs> and Ty Lue, yo, you got to thank LeBron, man. Wherever he goes, shit changes. So I got L.A. winning two championships and him retiring with the uh, 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 or his jersey in three arenas. You got him winning a championship with uh, the Lakers next year? No. The uh, year after. Well, we, who knows what the fuck the year after. I, I, I think, yo, you. at some point, LeBron James, just like every other great athlete, it's going to slow down. And, and I don't wish it on anybody, but, you know, injuries come in and you're at, yo, that dude has had so many hours, so many, so many, so many miles on him. And even though he's essentially going to have to do less, the more pieces they put around him with the Rondos and the Lonzos. And I think Kyle Kuzma is going to, I think he and Kyle Kuzma, I think he's going to love Kyle Kuzma. I I think Kyle Kuzma is the perfect dude to play alongside LeBron James because, like, he's got a chip on his shoulder. He plays hard. He got an attitude. I I, I really – I think Kyle Kuzma – that's another thing, Magic Johnson. Yo, Dan Lebertard, you need to to get them motherfucking knee pads out. That's another Magic Johnson. Nobody was talking about Kyle Kuzma in the draft of 2017. (laughs) Nobody was talking about Kyle Kuzma. Right. Magic got him. Magic got him. Magic, are you told is he qualified? Don't make me turn that <laughs> Willie Hutch on again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, put that, put that record back in his sleeve, man. Don't make me turn that Willie on again. Nah. I'm trying to disrespect Magic Johnson. Get the fuck out of Your father's still on TV, Duke. Word. Yo, let that man go to an old age home, man. Let him go to some cryotherapy, get his bones frozen, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. Let him live, man. You're talking about Magic Johnson. He pulled that shit off in one year. He's made nothing but good decisions since he's got there. You're talking shit. And he said if he didn't get LeBron and do things with this year or the next year, he would step away. You wouldn't have to fire him. Come on, man. See, this, see, this is a real guy. Like, who, That's how you deal with shit. Yo, it ain't about me. If I can't deliver, I'm out. You ain't got to fire me. It's Magic See, Johnson. Real, you, you know yeah, he... Yeah, that's a real guy, man. Come on, man. Magic Johnson. You, you got your pops up there sounding crazy, man. <laughs> got your father up there talking, bu- talking that bullshit, fucking up right. Lil Wayne lyrics and all. That shit ain't funny, yeah, dude. Come on, man. That shit is whack, man. If I was up there talking, like, mispronouncing Spanish words and all that shit, they'd be like, oh, your, your white privilege. It's, yeah. it's on full display. Your white privilege is it's screaming so loud. You're making fun Hell of Spanish <laughs> and the way uh, Spanish immigrants speak. Yeah. How dare you? you yeah. your, your privilege is, it's just so, it's so apparent. <laughs> at, at, yeah, they'd be outside the studio for your ass. Um, anyway, it's going to be an exciting... NBA season, it's a 24-7, 365-day-a-year league. The Knicks start Summer League this week. Summer League started today. The NBA Summer League started today, believe it or not. The Knicks are starting Summer League, I think, next week. Like, the NBA Summer League is is on and popping. Free agency is on and popping. In September, it'll sort of die down. 
all the free and because football will start. But all summer, this is what we're going to be talking about. And and and, and then starting next week, uh, I know this isn't your thing, Moody, but starting next week, boom, fantasy football. We start prepping. We start scouting. We start breaking down film. We start breaking down tape, breaking down players. And fantasy football is is a cunt hair away. Um, okay, I'm with it. Uh, so you got anything else on LeBron? I, I just I just want to give a, a, a shout out to the King for not going to Houston, for not going to Golden State, and going to a team that didn't make the playoffs. And coming there, and if you can win two championships, yo, this dude is going from franchise to franchise and bringing home the bacon. So if he wins two in L.A., that is the best player underneath Kareem Abdul-Jabbar because Kareem is number one. Um, I'm not going to argue with you about the cap, big cap. Um, as I told you later on in the show, we got my man, the Black Beast, who's fighting Saturday night. Uh, this pre-fight UFC shit uh, with Derek Lewis. Um, oh, shit. Oh, man. Yeah, that's going to be good. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Yeah. It's going to be really Yo, good. I, oh, we, we, we was talking about, you know, everybody's talking about uh, nicknames and shit. You know, the players, uh, like the Mamba, the Black Mamba. We got Shaq Diesel, the King. Why don't we give some of these media members that cover the NBA nicknames too? Because I'm watching this, this shit with the jump, and I'm looking at uh, Winhurst. I'm like, yo, his name should be White Castle. Because <laughs> that motherfucker looked like he need to stop eating White Castle, yo. Rap. That's how guy, I like him. I know you like him. I know you know him. But, yo, I was looking at that shit today, and I was like, yo, they got to get that dude off TV, man. <laughs> White Castle is his nickname. <laughs> see, <laughs> see, I don't mean to toot our own horn. Okay, but I, I pretty much, I, did you say you were officially taking yourself out of the podcast co-host awards yeah, this yeah. year? Yeah, I'm going to let these young dudes win it, man. I'm, I'm, I'm here, man. They could get guidance. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's a fucking good one. You made me drop the mic. Miles, don't cut the, the mic drop. <laughs> Yo, that's it, right? Do you, do you have any other nicknames for anybody else you want to give? Yo, when I saw him, I was like, that was it, and I just wrote that down so I wouldn't forget. But I'm coming up with more because everybody has nicknames, so why not give the media members nicknames? Yes. So I'm, I'm going through them. Okay. Yeah, please do because I, I don't know if you're going to be able to top that because that was... <laughs> All right, before we get to the Black Beast, let's rattle through a couple of these sick fucks of the week. Miles mm -hmm. Jordan, let me get the sick fuck of the week soundtrack. This award is earned, not given. It's called the sick fuck of the week. This guy's really sick. Lock him up. How could you do it? Don't let him out. Damn. You fucked the dog? You what? You fucked the dog? Why would you fuck the dog? Why would you fuck your girlfriend's dog? What? Sick fuck. The sick fuck of the week. It's earned. Earned, not given. You did what? No, no, no! All right. If you've never listened to the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast, and and I think a lot of you uh, are are new to this, uh, welcome. Uh, this is an award that is earned, not given. This is an award that is earned, not 
given. It's the Sick Fuck of the Week Award, a weekly award. And of course, at the end of the year, we give out the sickest fuck of the year. Um, we've been talking a, a lot about this. This happened in San Diego. A Lyft driver. Now, we've been talking about Uber drivers and Lyft drivers and having them shut the fuck up and, <laughs> and, and not bother you and not intrude your privacy and not try to think it's like a, like a, like a dating service. I don't care that you're lonely, Duke. I don't care that you're in a car for six to eight hours at a time. None of that shit is my problem. Right. And you know what else is not my problem? When I'm in the car with you, I'm not trying to get into like, like a dust-up. A Lyft driver in San Diego, a sick fucking Lyft driver in San Diego stabbed the passenger. Damn. He stabbed the passenger. Apparently, they got into it about directions and driving. See, yo... <laughs> the, the customer's always right, Duke. I know it's your car. See, they're not cab drivers. You're driving their own personal cars, and, and, and they get too comfortable. That's why they feel like they should talk to you, and, and, and you know, they could just be, because you're, you're essentially in their personal car, their vehicle. It's terrible, man. I'm just trying to get from one place to another place, Duke. That's it. Yo, that's some Jameis Winston. Remember the Tampa Bay quarterback, Jameis Winston, was on some bullshit. He groped, grabbed the woman's, the Uber driver's vagina. Yo, yo, the fuck out are you the league, doing, Duke? Out the loop. Yo, Roger Goodell, when we corroborate that as being fact, listen, you got two years out of the league, man. My man. My we man. don't play nothing like that. Just like uh, we don't want the Uber driver to be all up in your shit. How, what, what would get you to a place where you think you should grab the Uber driver? You're a, a Heisman Award winning quarterback and you're grabbing. You can't, you can't figure something out. You're in, 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 in Tampa Bay where it's like jump-off city. That's like the Word. Viagra capital of, 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 the, of the country. Tampa Bay is like jump-off city. You're, you're a human being. Why don't you just get out of the car, go home? <laughs> what are you doing? Yo, uh, second sick fuck of the week, a school bus driver in Jersey, dirty Jersey. Brandon Mays Stubb. Brandon Mays Stubb, who looks like a low-key sick fuck. He asked his students, the passengers on his bus, to send him nude pictures via his cell phone. He's texting them and asking his students that he drives to send them pictures. <laughs> Yo, money needs to be dragged off the bus and ran the fuck over with these little yeah. kids you're doing that. <laughs> Ah, ran over. That's true. That's it, rap. That's the punishment. Drag him off the bus and run his ass over. <laughs> um, this this one. Wait, can, okay, go ahead. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, uh, American barbarian Tess Thompson flies to South Africa to kill the creator's creations, and and check out the quote that she said. What did she kill? A rare black giraffe. What did she say? This this is a this is a yo. Check they need out. to this, hunt her ass, shoot her in yeah. the ass. What what did she say? I've never heard of such a thing as a a, a black giraffe, and of course it hit me hard. Huh. <laughs> so she. This is her quote. This is a barbarian. This is a savage. She said, "I spotted this rare black giraffe bull, and I stalked him for quite a while. I knew it was the one." He was over 18 years old, and he was 4,000 pounds. 
that look 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 at the mindset of that. A fucking beautiful animal, a rare black giraffe, which I've never seen. This this woman goes No, call her a bitch. You can call her uh, a bitch. I was about to. You no, saw call that her B a bitch. Word. This bitch, I'll say it. This bitch, go ahead. This bitch flew all the way 4,000 miles to South Africa to hunt and kill uh, uh, God's creation. This is a person that needs to be ran over and, and, and executed, man. And, and, and it's, not like, it's not like she's hunting a cheetah or, or, or some, some kind of animal that could, like it takes like skill or a deer that's fast. A giraffe is not a fast animal. Yeah. That and, takes and, and, no skill to kill a giraffe. Giraffes are slow. And, like, and, like and, you're not, you're not, you're not out there hunting, you know, shepherds, like, like, you know, like wild, yeah. fast shit, and like the hyenas and all that fly shit. You're out. There. Even coyotes are fat. You, you're hunting a giraffe, and you're proud right. of that, right? A giraffe, you could just walk up on it. It's so it doesn't do anything. You're not and, a good and, hunter if it took you yeah. such a long time. To, you, you, you stalked it. You fucking yeah. pig. You yeah, animal. Man. You yeah. fucking worm. You're proud of that. And, and she catching a lot of flack. Good. On, 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 Good. I'm with it. But that that's crazy, man. That, to have that mindset, yo, I'm going to buy a ticket and I'm going to go out here and kill God's creatures. That came to mind back. Yeah. That that look think of that mindset. Finally, this hit home for me and I wanted to put you uh, on alert, Moody. In Mozambique. Right. In Africa. <laughs> and this is this goes out to you and anybody else. Black men Bald black men, men with shaved heads or naturally bald heads, black men are being hunted. Five men have been killed in Mozambique because some of these fucking nutcases over there with their fucking, like their their witch doctor bullshit believe that in the back of the bald head, there's gold. You fucking nutcase, (laughs) you lunatic. You Damn. think that there's gold in the back of black men's bald heads? And these are being, they're being killed by black men. This is some old school African yeah. witch doctor voodoo crazy shit. Yo, ain't, ain't no paper over there, man. So if, if some rumor come out, like somebody got a, uh, a gold nugget, black people got gold nuggets in the back. Yo, I, gotta, I ain't got no money. I'm going to crack the skull and see what top it is. Yo, I'm just letting you know I want you to be careful, Duke. Nah, that's Mozambique. They're not doing that shit in Bronx, in L.A., where I'm at right now. They're you not you doing don't know that. that. You don't know people might be getting, you don't, I'm just, I, I, I'm just trying to tell you, be careful, Duke. You, yo, you, yo. You, can, you can wrap your head around. Don't say I didn't warn you if somebody tries yo. to run up on you and see what the fuck is, is, is going on in the back of your dome piece. No, no, I always have my hoodie on out here. Okay. It's cold at night. Okay, okay. I'm just, I'm just looking out for you. All um, right, thank you. Finally, uh, a final sick fuck of the week. This is in Germany, and a factory, a factory worker was, was arrested for uh, the, deaths, the deaths of as many as 21 of his co-workers in an industrial factory in Germany. He was tainting people's lunches, and, and one person is possibly responsible for 21 deaths. The question I have is if you're at work in a factory, let's say there's, let's just say, and there's not. But let's just say you work in a place and there's 10,000 people. And let's say six or seven people die on the job. Wouldn't that get your attention at six or seven? Let's say yeah. maybe at 13. How the fuck does it get to 21 and then all of a sudden people are going, oh, we need to figure out what's going on here. 
<laughs> 21 people in one industrial factory have been have been have died and one person is possibly responsible for all of it for tainting their lunch like putting you know like a lethal lethal stuff in their meals i just don't <laughs> understand how it got to how does it get to 21 before someone does some shit man I, I i wish i could answer that bro i don't i, I have no answer man it's terrible man 21 motherfuckers gotta die all right listen this is a banger I am Rap for Stereo Podcast. And if you fuck with us, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Okay? Coming up next, okay, it's just going to get better. This is a great interview with the Black Beast, Derek Lewis, who again is fighting this Saturday night, UFC, July 7th. The Black Beast coming up next, talking all kinds of shit on the I am Rap for Stereo Podcast. Black Beast, Derek Lewis. Let's go. I am Rapport Stereo Podcast. Derek Lewis, the Black Beast, in Houston. We're in Houston. Getting ready to fight. July, what is it? July 7th. July 7th. What's the dude's name you're getting ready to fight? Francis um, Nugano. Okay. Yeah. Is it important to know the name of the guy? You know the name. Nah, just pretty- not really. Just hopefully somebody shows up fight day. So how you feeling, man? You know, it's funny because... Uh, I met, I, I seen you fight, but then like I, I was like following you, or I got tagged to some of your stuff on Instagram, and mm. I've taken some of your. You don't post yourself that much on Instagram. No, I don't. But you post some wild <laughs> shit on Instagram, and I've I've taken some of your shit and remixed it. Yeah. And we met on Instagram, really, which is funny because in this day and age, like that's like the that's... new like way to like you know link up with people and meet people, which is which is cool uh, uh, and and crazy. We're, we're first of all. Who is doing the, the, the scrounging and searching for all I the am. you're doing that? Yeah. Where are you getting these videos? I just I just find stuff that's I, I believe is funny to me, you know, and I believe everyone else would think it's funny. So sometimes I post serious stuff. I rarely post anything about myself or my family. So But you like like your page, like it's majority like just wild shit. Yeah. Well, I, like <laughs> what's your source? Do you want to give away your tips? Is it YouTube or do you want to keep it? No, nah, it just is Instagram. It's, I just find stuff. You go deep dive. Not really. It just I guess um, Instagram already know what I like, and so the Explorer already be popping up. Okay. First ten videos. Okay. Okay. Cool. I need to start doing that because your your shit's crazy. <laughs> All right, the Black Beast. You're getting ready to fight July seventh. Um, what was your day like today of training? Two 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 weeks out. What what is a day of training like now? Um, we still go 100%. We did it um, a bunch of, like, body weight um, type of exercise, you know, strength conditioning. And we just really trying to um, tap the gas tank, you know, trying to get me tired as much as possible. And when do you start pulling back? Uh, I really just start pulling back the Tuesday whenever I arrive fight week. That so week still, you so chill? I, yeah, Monday, the same fight week, I still go hard. Until Tuesday. So, like, for instance, like, walk me through, like, the details of your training today. Because uh, t- I'm going to tell you what I did. I slept till about 1030. All right, I got some coffee. And, and I took a steam and a shower. And I'm tired of shit. All right? So, I, I know I didn't do half as much as you do. So, walk me through the training of, of – uh, are you a super heavyweight or heavyweight? Heavyweight. Heavyweight. Yeah. Heavyweight UFC ass kicker. And, you know, sitting down, like, I would be like, oh, this is a big guy. 
Like, you don't look like, but then like, I'm like starting to see, I'm like, you're a fucking, like, you, you, you smack fire out of somebody. Oh yeah, so, for sure. So, so walk me through the day. I woke up around, I say about seven o'clock and drove like an hour away to um, College Station and did um, some wrestling with those guys out there. And we probably trained for like an hour straight, just nonstop. Wrestling? Just wrestling. Yeah. Uh, so it's majority on the floor? Yes. And okay. I believe wrestling is the best way to go because it gets me more tired than um, just hitting pads, you know? Okay. Even though that might not be my game plan, but I still, the wrestling been really kicked my butt lately. Okay. And then what after the wrestling? Um, Really, I just came back here. Just came back in town and shower eight. And met up with a couple of guys that um that's building my home. Oh, okay. Talk with them, then just came down here. Okay, but that doesn't sound like a crazy hard day. Oh no, just this Friday. I uh, still. So oh. what's the hardest day? Like, walk me through the hardest day. I do all of that every morning. I go. I drive an hour to, um, to College Station and train with those guys because those guys out there are more technical and they're my size. And okay. They're not just fat guys that don't know how to move. They know how to move and stuff like that. So I train with them, and I go home. I rest for like two hours, and I head um, I head out to um, Lifetime Fitness and get my strength and conditioning there. And and what is the strength and conditioning like? What what like specifically walk me through what kind of workout that is? Um, it's really we go in there and get on the treadmill twenty. We go hard for twenty seconds. And 10 seconds off is like they call um, a hit training. So, you know, we train, move hard for 20 seconds, then we rest for 10, then go hard again for 20 seconds. Treadmill. Yeah, treadmill or elliptical or whatever. Okay. 2010, 2010. Yeah. So the 10 is the rest. Yes. So to try to get your heart going up and down. Basically, that's how I fight. You know, you don't really just fight full speed the whole fight. You know, you you pace yourself, then you – Throw a couple of punches, then you rest. Then you throw a couple of punches, then you rest again. What What's the most tired in your fighting career? Like, if I said, what's the one round or one moment where you were like, "Holy shit!" Like, <laughs> you know, is there is there a moment that you remember where you were just like was, gassed out, like literally, like, "Yo, I have nothing left in the tank." Oh yeah, it was my first amateur fight, uh-huh. and I was always throwing full speed, throwing everything I can. The whole fight and the second round, I was done. I had my hands on my knees. Then my hands wound up going to my ankles. And it was like, just took it, damn near took a knee inside the cage. And it was just like, we both was gassed out. We were both big guys. And we both gassed out. And I just, he just grabbed me and I just laid down. And that was and it. That, that was it, yeah. Like you guys were both like, fuck yeah, it. Yeah, done. It took us like 30 minutes to get out the cage because we both laying on the ground. Just breathing hard, and I got to. I went to the back and I started throwing up. Damn, man, I was hurting for a week. Just, 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 just literally tired. from the, the depletion. Just tired, you know, the drilling rush and all that. My first fight, first amateur fight, and didn't know how what to expect, and it was just crazy, man. Um, the Black Beast. Now, what do I gotta do for someone to annoy me? The White Beast. They call me White Mike. <laughs> Uh, of course, New Brian York. Scalabrini, they call him the White Mamba. Yeah. What the fuck do I got to do to, to like, do I gotta, what do I got to do? Like, do I got to, like, you know, go a couple of rounds? Like, what do I got to do to be get the White Beast? 
I guess you gotta walk up to a stranger and just drop him straight on his fucking head. <laughs> <laughs> what, did you get that nickname, or you, or did you come up no, with it on your they own? They gave it to me because I used to train at a gym called Silverback, and you know I was really the top guy there, and you know so they just wanted to give me a name that's closer to the, um, the mascot, the logo, or what to um, the gym and. Basically, that's the way I fight anyway, so I like the name anyways. Yeah, it's a, it's a dope name. See, now, I've seen you on other interviews. I've seen you on talk shows. I've seen you when you did the punching thing on FS1. You're such a low-key dude, yeah. but in the ring, you're not a low-key dude. But, like, you know, I'm like, this, like I, I'm like, you're, like, seriously, like, a soft-spoken, chill dude. Yeah, I'm a little high right now, but. <laughs> nah, Are you? Nah, nah I'm bullshit. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> is weed legal in, in UFC? No. Um, they finally came to an agreement where we could smoke weed. It just can't have none, no weed in your system the week of the fight. Right. Because, yeah. I mean, like for like for pain pain and stuff like that, or just general wreck, you're mm-hmm. allowed to do it. Yes. Like, if we don't got a fight book, we can smoke weed. Okay. Yeah. You smoke? No. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So... How did you wind up becoming a fighter? Um, I, a couple of my friends knew I used to like fighting all the time, you know. Like just street fights? Street fights. Like you would just be like, like yo, let's, trouble. let's shoot yeah. a fair one? Yeah. And I wound up going to prison for street fighting. For went, street fighting? Yeah. Or so, for fucking somebody up? Or for actual like Kimbo Slice type of shit? Not Kimbo Slice types, but I really messed the guy up pretty bad. Wound up doing, doing three and a half years. and um. How old were you? I was 19. Damn. Yeah. 19. Three and a half. You did three and a half years? (laughs) Holy. I mean. For a street fight. fight, Fist fight. Yeah. And was it a, like, was it like, was it, was the, did the fight start on some like, yo, let's, let's, let's do this? Yeah, for sure. So it wasn't like you just beat somebody up. The guy was, he was 38 and I was 19 and we wanted him fighting in the street. It was my own, one of my friends, stepdads. Oh. And we wanted him fighting in the streets, and he called the cops on me. Actually, I chased him to the police station. Then um, two days later, they arrested me at school. Wow. And you were still still in high school? Yeah. I was actually, I was 18. Yeah, I was still in high school. I was graduating two weeks later, but I wound up getting out, getting on probation. Then I wound up violating because I didn't have any money at the time. I was going to college. And that summer... um, they want to arrest me and violate me. Fuck, three and a half years. So what the fuck? How old are you now? 33. So that's a, that's a while ago. Like So that three and a half years, like you you were in jail. When you look back on that now, you've, you've made a, a life for yourself. Mm-hmm. It's so far away from who I imagine you are now. Obviously, now your, your hands are like registered lethal weapons. There's no street fights. There's no, <laughs> like you can't fuck, you can't do shit to anybody, right? Nothing, yeah. Unless, you know, it's just like unless carrying a pistol. Yeah, know, but it's unless it's some, like, some crazy shit. But, like, you know, you're not going to be like, yo, what are you looking at type of shit. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, just I don't think anybody would want. Right. But yeah. so 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 what was that like? Three and a half years in jail. Like, what, like do you even think about that time? Like, how did yeah, that. Yeah, I do. I think about it every day, you know. Um, and, you know, I took a lot from it because I, I grew up without a father. And so. People used to tell me all the time, man, you shouldn't be doing that. That's, that's bad and this and that. If I never went through that situation, I would never knew how to really become a man, you know, and I had to learn from my mistakes, you know. 
It's just like I tell my brothers, they still out there doing crazy stuff. And and I had to tell them, like, one day something's going to happen to you. You're going to really understand why I was telling you don't be doing that. And sure enough, he got in trouble. He's doing 14 years right now. He come up for parole um, next month. Damn. He's done seven years already, seven and a half. The younger brothers? Yeah. How you? How many brothers and sisters do you have? There's seven of us all together, two sisters and rest brothers. And are, where are you in the age group? I'm the second to the oldest. Okay. I'm the oldest boy, the okay. second to the oldest child. So the, the younger ones, first of all, you're, you're, you're a professional fighter now. You've been through all the shit, so you know. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. So what was the hardest thing for you looking back on it? I mean, I can't even fucking imagine. What, like, what, like when you say you think about it every day, like in what context do you think about it? Um, I just think about I probably really would have been dead if I never went through that situation because I was really that stopped you. Yeah, because I was really angry at the world, you know, just mad. Especially whenever I get bored back in the days. When I ever get bored, just go out and trying to look for trouble, and you know, I'm just glad that it really happened. You know, uh, that's deep shit. Did you ever have to shoot joints in jail? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got in a couple of fights in there. Who the fuck went in jail? I mean, obviously... Nah, th- really in the county. I got all of my fights in county. I had like four fights in the county. And none of them was my fault. It was really over the TV. You know, Vince Young was playing in the Rose Bowl game. And the power went out. And it just had on the TV, just um, the radio stopped playing. So it was like the play play by play on the radio, on the TV though. But one of the guys came and tried to change the channel and hop back in his bed. And I'm like, nah, man. So I went up and just grabbed him by his ankles and yanked him off the bed and we just started fighting right there. And it was over Vince Young. Yeah. It <laughs> <laughs> was a good performance. I mean, man, that might have been if if you were gonna fight, that might have been worth uh because that was one of the the, the best uh, the best games yeah. ever. Have you ever met him? No, no, yeah. If you meet Vince Young, you got to tell him that story. Because, I mean, I'm sure he's heard all kinds of stories from people yeah. about, I was at that game, I watched that yeah. game, I was rooting for you. But yeah. if you say, yo, I was, I, was I, I had to shoot joints over you, like, to keep that game I going. was the only one at the day table watching um, the game anyway. Everybody else in their bunk crying, you know, a bunch of young guys at the tank. At the time, I'm in the, I'm in the youngster tank. So you got to be, I believe, 21 and older to be in the, the grown-ups. And so I was with there, a lot of teenagers. And so there was a lot of guys in their bed crying and stressing about going to court and this and that. I already had, they already gave me my sentence. And so I was just waiting for um, them to come pick me up so I could start serving my prison time. Shit. If you meet Vince Young, you got to tell him. Because it's funny, <laughs> I see him a lot in Los Angeles. I wish I could tell him the story. Um, all right, the UFC. Well, what is the state of the UFC now? Like, you know, there's always, like, Conor McGregor, he talk about, you know, he might be doing fucking a little, a little sit-down over some bullshit. But, I mean, if you were one of those fighters that got injured, uh, uh, I'm sure you probably know him or know one of them. I and mean, you guys mm-hmm. kind of all sort of come across each other, whether it's training, even if you're in a different city, you work out. If you were one of those fighters that got injured, uh, um, you know, by glass in the eye or one like that. What, 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 where, where, where would your head be at? Like, what do you know about that whole incident? And like, how would you have reacted uh, in terms of lawsuits? You miss a fight. You know, you're busting your ass to train. You were just wrestling this morning, and then this fucking dude doing some dumb shit 
throwing chairs and throwing like you know yeah. construction things. What is your take on that whole Conor McGregor situation? You know, if it was any other fighter, you know, Conor McGregor, a cocky motherfucker, you know, and he always talking shit, saying this and that. You know, if I was in that situation, even the glass that wouldn't ever got in my eye, I would have picked a handful of glass and threw it in my eye and been like, yeah, I'm going to sue the fuck out your ass now. You always talking about all this money? Yeah, I'm got your ass now. <laughs> right. Yeah, I would have made it. I would have played that all the way through, you know. Do you think fighters are going to, like, what? what where is it yeah. at now? Because all I've heard yeah. is, kind of, like, are, are people trying to sue him? Yeah, for sure. Um, a couple of fighters trying to sue him now. You know, they got... You got a couple of lawsuits against him right now. It's a fucking mess. Yeah. Stupid, right? Stupid. Have you ever stepped over the line at a press conference and, and done nah. anything? Nah. Are you I'm are not. you a shit talker? <laughs> no, nah, I'm not a shit talker. I'm always saying something crazy though, but I'm not a shit talker. You're not you're you stay low key until you get in the ring. Yeah. Hi, so <laughs> when do you get hyped? Like when, when you're fighting I don't get hyped. No, but I'm saying for your fight, like I mean, like like I see it now, like I'm like, you're chill, you're cool. Like mm. in terms of not in terms of shit talking, but like when, like when you guys show up at the arena, like when is your like on switch turn on in terms of the night of a fight? You know what I'm saying? Talking about the nerves, like just just like where you like go into the black zone? beast mode. Oh, it really, um, shit. The day before, yeah, the day before or the day of, you know, I, I don't even like nobody talking to me. I don't like loud noise or anything. You know, I, don't, I really get in the zone then. I don't like nobody touching me or anything. Okay. Usually the fight day or the day before. And this guy you're getting ready to fight now, aside from not being able to pronounce his name correctly, and I think that's probably best out of respect, especially in these politically correct days. <laughs> um, what do you know about him uh, uh, as a fighter? Like, what are you preparing for? What are you thinking about? Uh, is, is he a striker? Is he a wrestler? What's his deal? Um, I just know he's um MMA fighter, so, you know. That's all I really know about him, that he liked to punch. And, of course, he's going to try everything else like everyone else. But I'm really not really just focused on him. I'm really focused on myself. I believe if I'm in the best shape that I could be, then I'm really hard to beat, you know. What so, kind of shape are you in? Um, I'm really in better shape than I have been in my last couple of fights, I could say that. You know, I believe I'm in, in better shape. And you never really don't know until you really step in there. But... My preparation for this fight has been really good. What's your What's your weight now? Right now, I'm at seven two seventy five. And what do you want to be at? Uh, and for heavyweight, I, is there a limit? Yes, I'm supposed to be at two sixty five. The fight. Yes. And and that's and and how does that work? Is it you guys agree upon that? Like, because heavyweight, what is what are the weight classes of, of UFC? Two hundred six to two sixty. Um, two hundred six to two sixty six is the um, heavyweight limit. 206 to 260. That's a f no other 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 weight classes. Um, there are smaller gaps, right? Yeah, they usually have to be. They could be a little bit under the. Um, like say they're fighting at 170, they could be 165 or something like that. Right. They could be 171, but as long as it's not a title fight, if it's a title fight, they have to be 170. Right. Or below. But heavyweight is 206 to 265. That's a fucking big ass yeah. gap. So right now you're at 275. Yes. And and when do you go from 275 to the the fight weight? Usually the fight week. Like, are you one of those people like where you'll do the weigh in and then you'll you'll have a fucking cheeseburger and you put back on 20 pounds? Or you like is it, is it like a gradual thing? I usually still eat bad. 
Anyway, <laughs> I still eat bad. Nah, I really don't have a diet or nothing like that. You're not vegan? No, I'm not vegan. You're not paleo nah, free? I'm about to go get Wendy's right after this. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking You're about it right now. You're not gluten free? Nah. You're none of that shit? No. <laughs> that is fucking funny, man. So I'm a heavyweight. I can't be eating all that. I right. don't want to pass now. Okay. But 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 so but if you need if you're 275 now and you need to be 265, at what point do you go, you well, maybe I'm not gonna fuck with Wendy's today? No, I'll just get a Diet Coke and drink more water. Okay. That's about it. Okay. I mean, because you're at the top of the two the weight limit. Yeah. So over what is there super heavyweight? No, it's no super heavyweight. There is no super heavyweight. So all right, so I'm gonna throw some names at you for UFC, just as a fan. And you know, like I'm a I'd say I'm a I'm a above average fan. You know, I like the I like the sport. I don't watch all the matches, but I watch mm. them. I've been watching them for years. I want to throw names out. I hear your opinions. So just in terms, we we mentioned Connor, Connor McGregor. In terms of like, what do you think of him as a fighter, as a personality, and is he great? I don't think he's great, you know, but I think he's funny. You know, I like I like watching him. I like. To hear what he got to say and stuff like that, but I don't really think he's like great of greatest of all times or nothing like that. But he is a good fighter. Who do you think yeah. is greatest of all time? I mean, like, or who would be your top five fighters that you just like think are special? Of course, John Jones, um, Anderson Silva, um, uh, Cain Velasquez, Demetrius, John mm-hmm. Mighty Mouse. Yeah, he's sick. That's probably about it. Okay. I like Chuck Liddell back right. in the prom. Yeah, yeah, he was because yeah. he's like a breakthrough dude, right? Yeah. Um, what about uh, the women? At first, I could not stand watching the women. I hate watching the women. What? But I like only way I watch women fight for cyborgs fighting, you know, and that's about it. Because everybody else is just really just grappling match. Right. I I, I agree. I, and and you know when I started watching cyborg, and. It was, I can't remember what fight it was, but th- something changed where I thought, I said, the high level ones, it's really skillful when it's, when it's popping. But, but for me still, like a lot of times, except for Cyborg, and she's an ass kicker. Yeah. Like a lot of times I'm just like, either like, it's just, you call me old school and I'm just like, what the fuck is this? Or it's just <laughs> messy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, sometimes it's, it's good. Uh, it's, it's hit and miss, but I guess, you know, sometimes with the guys it's hit and miss. You know, I, I, but it, there's just so much built up. Like I, I felt like you know, like when Ronda Rousey was was popping, I was so against like them saying she's the best ever. I'm like, she's yeah, fought eleven yeah. times. Yeah, I didn't. Think best so. at what? Yeah. Like if I beat somebody in eleven games of ping pong, no one's gonna say I'm the best ever. <laughs> yeah, I didn't ever think she was the best ever, but I really do think Cyborg is the best ever, though. She's an ass kicker. Yeah, for sure. Um. What about my guy CM Punk? Did you see that fiasco? Yeah, he fought my teammate. Okay, and that okay, so that dude's from here? Yeah. yeah and he's, he's a new fighter, right? No, nah, he's been fighting for a long time. He's been fighting longer than me. But the he, dude who just he just fought? Yeah. Okay. What what was that <laughs> shit? I didn't watch the fight, but I just heard about it. I just heard that nobody didn't like it, you know. And I heard the way he was taunting the guy and stuff like that. But that's the way um, Mike fight. He fights like that. But outside of the cage, he's a cool guy. Yeah, he's he was completely different. It wasn't his fault. I mean, he he. You know, from what I saw, and I don't know this, you know, mm. to be true, but it seemed like the taunting and all that was to keep the fight going. Because it seemed like he could have just ended the fight early. Yeah, I mean, he, the first round, you know, it was 
You never unless you're like on some Mike Tyson knockout shit. Yeah. But I mean, it seemed like the taunting and all that stuff. But but you know, when you turn it into a circus with a guy who clearly yeah. shouldn't be fighting, and I know sure, Punk, yeah. but I don't think he should be fighting MMA, especially like you know, it, like maybe like earlier during the day, like everyone else had to do. Yeah, no fight pass. Yeah, it shouldn't have been on pay per view. You know, then they had Overeem on what the the main event on the Fox Sports Court. Right. And he should have been, that fight should have been on pay-per-view. And that's why I think the taunting and all that's kind of like, it, it's, yeah. you're ta- you, wanted, you wanted this. Yeah, Mike, he's really a boxer. Okay. So that's really what the taunting comes from. You know, a lot of boxers, they do that. Right. And so that's the, that's the way he fight, you know. And he's still getting hell from, from all of that. Till his day. People are people are still. Oh yeah, he, he getting hate. You know, it's bullshit. He need, he need to come up with the same like you did the shame game. <laughs> <laughs> the shame. I gotta have you be on the shame game. Oh shit! Because we want to start doing it with guests. We want to do okay. Because like, but yo, we gotta. I gotta have you come on the shame game, man. That's cool. That's yeah. fucking funny, man. Dude, I, I would imagine people don't talk shit to you on, online, right? Yeah, they do. They you talk know. shit to you? With no um, with private accounts, of course, and no pictures usually. Okay, yeah, at least like some, some, some type of emoji or something. What kind of shit can they talk? Like, what can they say? I'm gonna fuck you up? Of course, they say racist stuff all the right. time. Did, you know? what, what, is the internet an eye opener in terms of like, the amount of openly race, racist shit, because I know I nobody. So it's easier for people to be racist online than it is in person. Of know? course, but yeah. I'm like, I, I got to be honest, and I, I know, and I've always known racism. But then, like, when you look at online, I'm like, you really talk like this? Like this <laughs> yeah, is? Yeah, I know it's crazy. Like this is fucking insane. Especially this year, since Trump been president, it been really crazy. Then, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that and, and the online. Um, yeah, I, w- I would love to have you uh, have you come on the Shane game. You could we, we like you if if people talk shit to you, I'll talk shit to them yeah. back because obviously you're not going to kick their ass, but you could just be you. be be in the presence. I can't wait till my man Dean sees that. Um, uh, John Jones. Mm-hmm. Now, is this somebody you'd want to fight? Yeah, it would be. A, yeah, I would like to fight him. It'd now, he, what makes him so special? He's really got all the weapons that you're really supposed to have in MMA. You know, he's mixed martial artist. He got he can strike with you, do crazy type of striking. You do crazy type of submissions. Now the takedowns, everything. And he's tall, and, and that's tall. Got the range. The reach is fucked up. The movement, yeah, he's just crazy everywhere. What is your your like, you know, year sixteen month plan in your head? For, for you as a fighter and you in MMA, and how much longer do you want to keep going? Just really listen to my body, you know. If my body say, shut your ass down, sit your ass down somewhere next year, then I'll go ahead and sit down and retire next year. Mm. But it's just really what my body says. Okay. Know? In terms of, like, just where it's at. If, if, yeah. If it, like, obviously you haven't gotten to that point where you're like, I don't want to get up in the morning to go wrestle at 6 in the morning. I want to eat two fucking cheeseburgers. It, it's all that, right? No, I'm still, I still battle that every day. You know, I don't feel like training. Oh, I don't feel like doing this shit. I'm, I'm like that all the time. I've always been like that. Uh huh. And so we'll see how how it gets in a couple of more years or what. But you, right? go ahead. 
But right now, yeah, I want to see what they're going to do with my contract. You know, hopefully they'll renegotiate it um, later on this year and give me more money than I'm getting making now. Do you, what is your uh, uh, take on the way the UFC uh, pays people? Because, uh, you know, obviously Conor, the top of the food chain, you know, he, he makes money, but he also went outside of himself to make his biggest payday with the Floyd fiasco bullshit. That was a joke. <laughs> um, but what, what is your take on the way the UFC pays fighters? Um, I believe it's getting better, you know. Um, I believe it could be a lot better as well. But, you know, CM Punk making 500000 He made five hundred for that last fight? Yeah. And Mike Jackson only made twenty thousand. <laughs> See, that delegitimizes that shit. Yeah, five hundred thousand for that bullshit. That's why he stayed in there that long. He was like, I, I, I have to like. Probably yeah. that was part of the contract, motherfucker. Unless you die, you better. They're like he fought with so much heart for five hundred thousand. Five hundred thousand. That's crazy. And um. Wow. Yeah, and. They trying to sell the fight around them, and I feel like the pay-per-view, you should be still getting money from the pay-per-view. You know, only the main event and the guy that's fighting for the title, um, defending the title, will only make, getting points from the pay-per-view. Mm -hmm. So everyone else is not getting no money from it. I got you. I got you. It, it's, <laughs> you know, business, you know, it's still, it's like people were so used to MMA and UFC, uh, uh, you know, part of our daily thing but it's still a young business and i think you know uh it, it's taken uh you know some things from boxing which i don't think are, are are necessarily fair and you guys are out there i mean shit risking your lives busting your ass it's not like you just show up on a saturday to fight you know it's it's you know there's so much danger the injuries even not even the, you know like the knee injuries the stuff that'll keep you out of fight you know you guys should be compensated uh because we turn uh we pay that money for pay-per-view to watch you guys go out there and risk it all. Um, when you when you look at uh, back on your career, what does being hurt mean to you? Like, what's the most you've ever been hurt in a fight? Um, the guy broke two of my ribs. It was last year. Um, Travis Brown, he broke two of my ribs. And, like, I really couldn't breathe that good after that. And <clears throat> But I still wind up knocking him out. But... That's probably like the worst, the worst feeling I ever had inside the cage. While it was happening, yeah. Did you obviously you didn't know that they were broken, but did you did you like you just knew something wasn't right? Yeah, I knew something wasn't right. You know, every time I take a deep breath, it start hurting, and I just knew I had to get rid of them right there. Um, when you throw a punch and it connects, do you know? Like, I mean, obviously it's happening at such quick speed. Talk to me about that and 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 that act of that. Whenever I throw a punch and it's connect, like the last couple of times, you don't even feel it. You don't feel it. I don't feel it. <clears throat> I didn't. I, it almost feel like I miss, you know, because it's like it's nothing, and the guy could be knocked out cold, and I don't feel it at all in my knuckles or or my own my glove or anything. As opposed to sometimes you do feel it. Yeah, sometimes I do feel it, but the last couple of times I didn't feel it at all. I didn't even think I hit the guy. Because it's just so clean. Yeah. Um, do you know, uh, uh, so so you're like, don't necessarily know, like, I throw this punch, you know, and like, it's a, per a perfect knockout. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, the thing about like being inside the octagon, you know, um, it's just like being that you, you see movies and you see like Rocky and Creed and all this. And you know how the crowd is all quiet. You really can't see them. It's just like that. And you can hear your opponent breathing and you can hear everything else that your opponent doing, but you can't really hear the crowd and you really can't see them. So it's just like that. Do you hear? Do you hear um, your corner? I can hear my corner every now, every now and then, but I really can't hear him all the time. Do you? Uh, who would you say out of all the fighters you fought is like that motherfucker could take a punch? Or is there a couple of guys where you like that motherfucker could take a punch? Um, I fought a big country, and I hit him with everything except for the kitchen sink, and he's still standing. Were you? Were you surprised? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I thought for sure he was. Everybody thought he was going to. Um, get on the ground after that, but I knocked his tooth out with that punch. But still, you during the fight, yeah. Did you realize you knocked his tooth out? I seen it just went flying. Everybody noticed it went flying right after. God, Jesus Christ! <laughs> All right, July seventh. What is it? It's UFC two two thousand seventy six. What is it? Two thirty nine. I think it's two twenty six. All right, yeah. UFC in Vegas. When do you go to Vegas? How how how? Uh, the second. The second. Mm-hmm. You go there, settle, chill. Yeah, and do the media stuff and sign posters and stuff like that. Yeah. All right. July 7th, UFC, Black Beast, Derek Lewis is fighting. What's the guy's name one more time? Francis Nugano. I'm going to be watching the fight. If there's a chance I could get down there, I'm going to let you know. I'm going to come down. I'm going to be on the... I know you said you can't hear the crowd. You're going to hear me talking shit for you. <laughs> We're going to talk shit... I wish you nothing but luck with that fight and the rest of your career. Uh, I, I'm going to take you up on being on the shame game. We're going to scare the shit out of some people. And I just want you to keep kicking ass. And uh, you can follow the Black Beast, Derek Lewis, on Instagram. He doesn't show his face, but he got an, an entertaining page. Yeah, the Beast UFC. That's my Instagram name. All right, cool, man. Listen, uh, I appreciate you uh, coming in. It's a pleasure to meet you, my man. man thanks for having me. Man. Pleasure to meet you, too. Absolutely. All right, I want to thank my man, the Black Beast, Derek Lewis, for rocking yeah. with me. Uh, good luck with this fight. Kick some ass. Uh, continue to kick ass. Uh, again, you can follow him on Instagram, the Beast UFC. He's a great follow. Like I said, I've, I've stolen a lot of his videos from his page, I, I've uh, and then I put my voice over on them. G Moody, last name rhymes with duty. Three-time yeah. podcast co-host of the year. Uh, uh, the Dust Brothers. Uh, Jordan Winter just got back from the winter uh, a summer cruise. He was on a cruise ship for the last seven days. I can't wait to hear how that worked out for uh, uh, Jordan. <laughs> uh, Miles Davis, I am the Gringo Man Dingo. I am Mr. New York. Uh, this is the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast. Miles, Jordan, take us out of here with a smacker. Thank you, my man Derek Lewis. Good luck Saturday night. I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast out. Peace. <laughs>